0: Geek Enthusiasts and Nerd Aficionados, Mess 5150 from Malice Corp, here to talk to you guys about Preacher. Preach on Preacher. We're going to talk about episode uh, 12 on season two. We got one episode left in the season, guys. You guys excited?
1: Ah, dude. It's going to be, given the way this one ended, it's going to be weird.
2: I'm looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, to say the least. But let's uh, let's talk about who we got on the cast. So we got myself hosting... uh, along with me to uh give us some feedback on how the episode went, what we liked, what we hated, uh what's going on with everything. I got Icy Zorro. What's
2: up? I'm uh almost recovered from Sunday's podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's speaking of the uh the drunken uh we Drink and We Know Things, Game of Thrones podcast that they did Sunday. If you guys haven't checked that out, and if you're of age to be able to check it out, it is a uh, age-restricted cast, but you can definitely go back and check that out. It's uh, on the uh, channel. Um, and then with us as well, our seer of not knowing what's going on with Preacher, because she hasn't read the comics at all, Super Whovian Freak. Welcome. You know, one of Say these days hello. I'll
1: catch up and read it. And I'm sorry I missed the podcast on Sunday. It sounded like yeah. a... Sounded like crazy times were happening.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he, he drank and he forgot things as well. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: <laughs> so, All the things that uh, I knew left my head.
0: As we see you join in the chat room, we're going to say hello and want to get your thoughts on everything um, for the episode if you've watched it. So uh, come join us in the chat and uh, chime off on uh, what you thought of the episode. But well, let's get right into it. So uh, this episode started really, really odd. But, uh, before we go into the breakdown of it, what was, uh, I zero your favorite, your favorite scene of the episode?
2: That fight was a little bit long, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. There was, it, it was fun seeing how easily he was just mowing through them even without weapons. That, that was a lot yep. of
0: fun to watch. Exactly. And uh, how about you, Superuvian? You know, um,
1: it was kind of fun for a little bit just to see Jesse and and um, Cassidy talking again, you know, out on the porch. I I know they were drinking some weird stuff. I don't know what that thing was. It had neosporin in it, and I don't blame what? Jesse f- for the face he made. Um, but it was just nice to see a little bit of camaraderie back before they ripped it all to shreds again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will t- I will tell you my favorite part of the episode, and it was only about. Thirty seconds, maybe if that. No, maybe about five seconds. But it was watching Cassidy fly through the air, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just and hearing him yell as he got chucked. <laughs> so, that was very true to the nature of the comic. That 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 right Absolutely. there. So, um, and we want to welcome Scatterbrains podcast back to the uh, the cast for Preacher. He joined us last week, and we're. Glad to see him him join us back, but uh, yeah, let's go into the episode. Um, It was a really weird start because it basically just was a flashback for ever. It took I put the mark. It was seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes before we even saw Jesse. Seventeen minutes before we got back into the story, like picked up right from where the last last episode ended. mm -hmm.
1: So that was um, that was just I guess Eugene just working out all his issues in
0: well some head. more more so the saint going through everything again in oh, his okay head.
1: okay um, i i couldn't remember which flashback it started with
0: yeah do um, we do we really need more of the saint's backstory at this point does it matter
1: no wasn't it the same footage that we got back in some season of- one didn't they just reuse it
0: yeah yeah for the most part we got the one scene of showing him happy yeah. and you know okay getting baptized and you know which okay. I found interesting. I, I I wrote this down, but then I looked at it again afterwards. But I put St. Baptized in the same water that he got dropped in because it looked like <laughs> the same type of, of lagoon at first. But then when you saw the lagoon again later, when they were pulling the truck out of it and swapping the trucks out, I'm like, okay, it's not the same. But And plus, he's from Texas, so uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be in the same area. Um, but we did get uh, – we got past that, and we got into um, – Cassidy and Tulip talking and discussing uh, kind of what's going Jessie. on with Jesse and, and stuff like that. I mean, what, what were your guys' thoughts on that that whole scene?
1: Uh, um, that they were going to leave? And, and, I honestly thought they were just going to pack up and leave and leave a note that said, screw you, we're going to Bimini.
2: Off, or off to Bimini. Bimini.
1: Or whatever that B place they were going.
0: Bimini, um, yeah.
1: Bimini, yeah, Bimini.
0: We got from Econ in the uh, chat room that his favorite part was Tulip actually being Tulip and standing up for Jesse, uh, which was very true to comic. And yes, absolutely. That was when, when she came at the, uh, um, the saint, saint. that, yeah. you know, she, she overcame her PTSD that she's been having with that whole thing. And
1: well, that's all she needed was to just kick his butt. Like really, <laughs> you know,
0: but she's not gonna,
1: <laughs> no, I know.
0: <clears throat> no, I it. But she the, uh,
1: tried. I guess that was enough.
2: With Cassidy and Tulip talking about whether or not Jesse was coming back, and and talking about possibly going to Bimini or whatever, I really liked how they uh, the way that they shot it, where like he was just getting distracted by like her neck or her lips. She, he was like enthralled with the idea of just being able to have her to himself for a while.
0: I yeah, know. and once once again, there's something that is really true to the comic. Cassidy being infatuated with her, absolutely. Um, but she's uh, I, I not. S- I still don't like how much of the love triangle they're trying to set up type of thing in mm-hmm. this versus the comic. It wasn't until Jesse basically disappears for a while that, that Cassidy and her really start having some type of emotional connection. And, and it's just, it looks like they're really trying to push that love triangle thing. And, and
2: yeah. Was well, she like you on. Said, and yeah. like you said, that is true to the comics. Like that's, he, he's got it pretty bad for her in the comics.
0: And uh, bringing up what's in the chat room, I do, I do, I I I was thinking the same thing, Scatterbrains. He he mentions that during the talk, it focused on tulips, neck and neck, and heartbeat. And you think Cass was having some cravings? Um, Certainly a possibility. Possible. Maybe
1: he's watching Dennis do his thing, and he's getting a little jealous of the, you know, uh, no strings lifestyle. I guess you could say the no guilt, no, you know, blood banks, no whatever. He's just living his life and. There's no you know. shame, so I don't know. maybe he could be. Maybe it's a weird thing with vampires. I don't know. maybe it maybe he wants to turn her and make her a vampire too.
0: <laughs> well, you know, if you want to spend if you're actually in love if you think you're in love with somebody, wouldn't you want to turn them and and spend oh, eternity course. with them? So yeah, <laughs> that's a eternity. possibility.
2: maybe like a hundred years on two hundred years off
0: <laughs> Something like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I do want to talk about that chat that they had between them. There was two things that I noticed. I want to see what your, th- your guys' thoughts on this. So last week we talked about how uh, Tulip was just hurt and the, the way she responded to Jesse after finding out finding the guns and stuff like that. And I said that I thought that she would get more kind of angry with him after all this stuff. And uh, you guys came back with that she was just hurt. Um, the whole interaction between her and Cassidy uh, when they were talking about who's the leader and stuff like that, um, she was back to being more angry style than mm-hmm. than before, and and that was what I was expecting to see. And and she even brought up, I don't care what you know, I'm, I'm sick of talking about Jesse. I don't care about it or anything anymore. And yeah, she finally snapped on it. I mean, yeah,
1: do you think it's just it with Cassie coming?
0: Yeah. So do you think it it's just with Cassie that she's going to do that because she knows she can kind of push him around a little bit, or?
1: Yeah, because she immediately cowed when Jesse came back. You know, I mean, not immediately, but she kind of reverted back to, "All right, you know, you're here. We were gonna go to Bimini, but you know."
2: Yeah, I just liked I like when he was like, "Well, who left you uh, in charge?" He said, "I thought I was in charge when Jesse wasn't around." She's like, y- "You in charge? You're like third at best."
0: Yeah, he's like, "Not in charge of me." Well, yeah, no, I'm not in charge of you. And you're not in charge of Jesse. Well, third is so bad, you know. Is There's lots of people that I'm in charge of. And that's – that's so that's another question I wanted to have about that conversation. Is this foreshadowing? We've already known that they've already foreshadowed something in this series that didn't happen in the comic books. They foreshadowed there's other vampires out there that he wow. – you know, he, So is Cassidy a leader in – somewhere in the vampires when he's saying he's in charge? Or is he just bluffing? Cer- is he just talking about – like I
1: vampire. think it's just –
0: from that
1: I think he's bluffing because he
0: had. can't control anyone. Yeah, but that phone conversation
2: that he had uh, with with the other vampire, he was essentially asking permission to turn Dennis, right? So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, think he's in charge of anything.
0: Well, was he asking permission, or was he saying that we're gonna turn another one? You know, what's what's the impli- implications of that? If if we do turn somebody just, else, with the, was he?
2: I just remember them being like, "No, don't do it. You can't," or something like that. And then he did anyway. And yeah,
0: I, I, if you guys aren't in the chat room, we do have fun stuff being said in the chat room, but scatterbrains, yeah. Cassidy does have a uh, definite uh, conversation, conversation about uh, skin.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. He seems to believe that it's put into a lot of things.
0: <laughs> that helps out with a lot of things, too. Ah, but so. I mean,
2: clearly, the guy doesn't know how to make a drink. Too much Neosporin? What?
1: I don't know. That was that was really gross, um, but I, I I don't think Cassidy's in charge of anything. If he is, he's terrible at it. He can't even control Dennis, and Dennis is his own kid. You know, nobody listens to him. He has like no power. I don't know if that's true outside of this. He has like no control. I think it sounded like he was just calling up an old buddy, you know, and bouncing off ideas like hey i'm kind of thinking about doing this like you know maybe that guy did it in the past and he wanted some advice and but i don't think he was asking permission because clearly he went ahead and did it anyway so um well, th-
0: so you, you said he can't control Dennis. Yeah. is that is that what the whole thing is with the dog is he more fearful that dennis is eventually going to feed on the dog or is he just trying to get some type of control no i, I think it's
1: control,
2: control.
0: Okay.
1: yeah Foot down and Dennis is not listening in any way, shape, or form.
2: Yeah, because it it's a dog. He doesn't care if the dog gets eaten or not. Uh he, he cares whether or not Dennis is feeding, you know, irrationally or, or mm-hmm. dangerously. But yeah, he doesn't actually care about the dog.
0: Well, he seems to care a little bit. He asked Jesse to watch over him. Eh,
2: he is kind of a soft hearted vampire.
0: Yeah. So um, and it was Seamus is who uh con says he was talking to. He can't control himself or can barely do that. So, um, yeah. So uh, let's talk about our two favorite characters on the show that we get the most responses <laughs> back on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, Malcolm Barrett and Julianne Emery, who are always fantastic on Twitter. <laughs> if you guys don't follow them on Twitter, please follow them. They're awesome. They are awesome. They talk about the episodes when they're airing. They they have great jokes about what's going on and stuff like that. And another person that I also want to mention um, is David Bass, who y- you need to follow as well. He's part of the production design.
1: <laughs> he is um, so funny. And I'm going to
0: get into one of the great pieces of production design that happened uh, for a split second. I went researching to try and find out if it was real or if it was production. But um, what do we think about Hoover this episode? <laughs>
1: He wasn't in it a whole lot. I mean, he did that little scene in the car, and uh, it was pretty, you know, when he was releasing the Saint. And I don't quite know why he did it, but he had to, like, put on those glasses. It was like, okay, he's like, I'm ready to go do it, and I'm putting on my sunglasses. And then he gets out, and he goes, and I so I don't quite know what that was, but it was pretty funny.
2: Um, it was putting his game face on. Yeah,
1: putting his game face on, I guess. Or do the well, glasses signify I've... something, or...?
2: I have no idea. I I think that it is hilarious that they chose Hoover to go deal with the Saint (laughs) of Killers. I
1: don't even know why. Like he hadn't messed up enough.
2: Yeah, I know, but just like this giant, imposing, unstoppable Terminator demon killing machine and Hoover.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well he's he he tried to get out of it. yeah, Yeah. Well he said last week that this wasn't what he his position isn't what he's qualified for and stuff. Um, it looks like we saw what Hoover's qualified for. He looked through that book of schematics. So mm-hmm. it looks like Hoover's a lot smarter than than we take him for, and at least on the intellectual side. He's,
1: he's very intellectually. He just has no common sense. <laughs> Cl- classic case
2: it, of book smarts, no street smarts.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, he can't. He doesn't doesn't know how to read people. Mm-hmm. You know. He's just. He's an awkward. Book nerd.
0: Well, what do you guys think he was looking at, the schematics wise? I want, I want theories on this. Ah, I, have I have my to own. Think
1: back. I have to think back on what the schematics even look like. um
0: <laughs> Just to chime in on what Scatterbrain said, I think they they did it because if Hoover got killed, who cares? They could get to the saint another way, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> which is pretty much true. Um, the, the
1: schematics he could have been looking at, I. I don't know. Maybe a way to take out the Messiah, the Christ Child. I know Hair Star wants to get rid of him to to put Jesse up on the metaphorical throne. Um, so, so would they have to eliminate the the? Christ?
2: I would think they have to do something about Humberdew.
1: Humberdew. Humberdew.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm and I'm sure that the the security there is pretty tight. I don't know. Um, they still they still have to face against the uh, face off against the old father if they want to put that plan in, which is something that uh, hopefully is gonna come up next episode, but that, that's a fairly uh, important character in in part of the comics there. He's like yeah. the guy that's in charge of the Grail overall.
0: yeah, and uh, that's 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 my assumption of the machine is I am wondering if it is schematics for the hell machines. Because we now clearly know that the Grail has something to do with hell, and how—that's
1: that, what Beacon said in the uh, chat.
0: Okay, awesome. So I didn't see that, but yeah. And uh, I mean, but you know, you can control a little. You can pick how you want to do do your hell thing. And you know, speaking of picking things, we do have a nerd fight poll going on this week that goes through to two weeks. It's the best Game of Thrones character. It's at malicehyphencorp.com. You guys haven't voted on that. Go vote every 12 hours um, for the winner. We're, we're duking it out amongst the, the cast members to try and uh, pick that. So um, <laughs> shut up, you. Uh, <laughs> so um, but yeah, that's that's what I was thinking was that 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 uh, it was a it was a hell machine. And if you get that if you get one of those on Earth. Could you imagine the, the, the power you would have over people?
2: Oh, boy. like, Yeah, if you've got Jesse as a figurehead with, with Genesis in him and then the other side of it, so that's, that's both carrot and stick, but then you've got even bigger stick with, here, live your worst fears and nightmares and memories for the rest of however long. Yeah, that, uh, that'd be pretty significant control.
0: And then what they're saying in the, uh, in the, the chat is uh, that they, he was looking at sch- schematics on how to extract a soul. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Cause if you want to give the saint back his full power, you extract the one percent of Jesse back out of him.
2: Mm-hmm. And now so, I wonder if they now that they've done that, do they keep it and use it for something else? Does it automatically revert to Jesse? I mean that's uh, if they if they the grail. Part stuff, of his, yeah, if, if if the grail now has one percent of Jesse's soul. I'm worried about what they could do with that.
0: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we get, we get the St released and he goes, we, we asked if he would be drawn to his weapons last week. And clearly that's not the case Yeah. because he didn't know where they were. Um, he asked Tulip where they were and she gave him the one answer that we knew Rio. So
2: that, that was a great shot scene, by the way, the, uh, just the way that she walked past that empty doorway for the trash and then came back and you're like, you know, she just kind of slowly creeps around and the camera slowly pans over till you see him standing there. I thought that was a fan- fantastic direction. Fantastic cinematography.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. Yeah. And then we, we see that, that Hoover and Featherstone are watching what's going on and they're saying it's worse than, Waterboarding.
2: I don't do you guys waterboarding. Have- Water- worse
1: than waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. It's just so <laughs> random. What it and it makes you wonder like they waterboard at the grail because you would have some kind of experience um if you can actually make that comparison. Because that's not like a normal comparison, you know. Um <laughs> well I mean we saw just- we
2: saw the trials and, and testing that Air Star had to go through. So yeah, they definitely do some weird stuff there
0: yeah um yeah the, the, yeah they definitely go through through tortured things and stuff like that so um i so we get back into hell too so that's what you were bringing up about eugene um yeah we see how everything works how hitler knows to get out of hell and it's that they have to fight against the the machine that's there in order to open a secret door that will let them out mm-hmm. um, yeah the
1: back door i guess um it was interesting. It, it, I mean, it was nice to, if I hope that they end that because I don't think I can take any more flashbacks of anyone, um, <laughs> whether it be Eugene, it's Eugene, especially. I mean, we saw again, another four different, you know, simulations of the same thing of watching that girl kill herself. And I was just like, man, like this it is like,
2: it is interesting seeing him without the whole r thing going on though. That's eh. I, I, like, I like being able to understand what he's saying.
0: Once again, um, guys, ch- come in and check out the chat room. Skybrain's put, put in a, a comment, when Hitler and Eugene are calling through the ducks, they climb over a room with a baby crying. Then Eugene looks at Hitler and is like, babies? So there are babies in hell? Asshole babies? <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. That's not what I took. I, I took it that somebody really, because they're looking in on people's hells, yeah, I'm pretty sure that me. was
2: the, the 50s lady with the cat cat's eyeglasses. She yeah. burned her kids to death. I think that was her.
0: Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I was thinking. But yeah, I guess there could be like really evil babies. <laughs> 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 that
2: baby was a real dick. I hope it burns in hell. <laughs>
0: <Yeah,
2: exactly. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's a crying yeah, airplane baby, yeah.
0: Don't pee on your dad when he's changing your diaper, you'll go to hell for it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't know on that. But um yeah, I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on the different little things that Eugene had happen to him because he got past the girl and then we got the father coming in with the arse face mm-hmm. as well.
2: Oh, it was after the mascot that molested him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that,
1: that was that was insane. I wasn't expecting that. Um no he just i mean he shot him in the chest i'm assuming
2: yeah um, um i think it was really interesting he essentially went through years and years of therapy getting over that stuff in about three or four minutes I
1: know.
2: <laughs> like it should be um,
0: uh, that was... hell, hell should be billing him well i guess when you have Dude, hitler seriously you know as your psychiatrist <laughs>
1: just (laughs) Hitler getting annoyed on the sideline, like, fight it, Eugene, fight it, you know, like, I can't, sorry, I can't do a German accent, but, you know, I mean, you just see him getting more and more annoyed, like, okay, we're done, and then, like, another knock, and he's like, just need to go you know like i just well, like trying to get I that little and
0: how did you know that one window was that was where the, the secret door was that's yeah
1: knows? i guess it's the way out that's the only thing i can think of is it's the one thing in the room that was outside
2: yeah i remember him saying something about how he just have to find a door that's going to open and i think he tried the closet door at first too didn't he
0: i didn't see that so
2: maybe yeah. he did no
1: i think i thought um. maybe he did but i remember him definitely going straight to the window hmm.
2: um i just so. i don't now that now that they're out of hell, i really I was kind of half expecting Hitler to immediately die again. Like <laughs> it finally yeah. breaks out of hell and then <sighs> dead right well, back. Well
0: that's that's what I'm wondering too, is are we gonna get an actual scene of, of Hitler back on Earth or is that gonna wait till next season? Preacher's willing that's to push like, some pretty know. strong
2: boundaries, but god, I hope they're not truly going for a Hitler redemption arc. Well, well,
1: I don't think that they are. I mean, that would be really weird. I mean, Preacher's weird, but I think he's really... I think he's just using Eugene to get out.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and, and, Scatter- and once he's topside, he's going to change his name and and go on his little merry way. And Scatterbrain gotta, says...
2: going to grow the out. mustache the rest of the way back out.
0: Scatterbrain says, when Hitler is disappointed because you whipped your boner out, that's when you know you're in hell. <laughs> so.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. But... Um, that's what I want to know about that scene with the father. We know the father's not alive because right. the mm-hmm. entire town was burnt, was so... No
2: one in that is, town is alive.
0: Yeah, so is that actually his dad in hell or was it just a figment of, of Eugene's just, hell? It's part of the project, it was a figment, projection because How well, the bad of a hell would it be for you if you were Eugene's dad and you had the, the R's face? I mean
1: dude really I know so I think it was a reflection because um, he looked exactly like Eugene only you know Eugene looked normal this time so
0: good point too in the, in the chat room says in the original flashback Eugene tried to open that exact window if he had escaped in the real world he may have gotten away with it hence that wind being his back door
1: No, yeah, yeah. that makes sense very so philosophical to think about
0: that that's good good catch on that uh, scatterbrains um, makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense now that you think about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was with my head when I saw his father and, you know, maybe it was that redemption finally for even his dad to, uh, to say what he said to Eugene, if it was in fact his dad, but yeah, if it's just a figment of the machine, then, then that's, that's makes perfect sense. Now, while Eugene is breaking the machine, this is what I want to ask too, is uh, do you think that the exact moment that he was breaking the machine and breaking the hell, was the exact same moment that Jesse was trying to talk to the saint, um, telling him what to do. Because once again, just like we had last week happen, his wor- his, the word didn't work at first.
2: No, but it did But that's didn't. because we think that that's because that they pulled the 1% of soul back out of the saint in order to let him
0: go but do it his worked, job again. It but didn't it work again a second time?
1: No. Good. The saint pretty much. No, I the got have-
0: that's what the name is.
1: Yeah, I think the same fight him both times. That's why he was able to win the fight. Okay.
2: Um,
0: okay. But um, because it was that same type of noise, like his his the voice cut out for a second, tried to say it, it like so the crackling.
1: Nice. Yeah. That crackling. Yeah, and I I thought maybe yeah. it was just a glitch the first time around, but it was back there again. So you have to wonder. That's why,
0: that's why. I was thinking if if stuff going on with with Hell is still contributing to uh, Jesse's power as well. Yeah.
1: Well, it's going to be even worse now if, if Hitler and Eugene have escaped, if just having the saint out caused such an unbalance. Um, but they are saying in the chat room that the saint no longer has a life. soul. So why why would it work on him again?
2: Um, yeah, it, it wouldn't. I don't think.
0: Yeah. Did they so. tell him that when they said, because he said he has my soul? I didn't Mm-mm, think that no. they said he... I didn't think they said uh, that you didn't have a soul. I, th- I thought they just said, like, well, too, you know, oh, well, type of yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: tough, tough luck for you, basically. Yeah, they never confirmed that they took it back out. They may not have known. Um, I don't know if Airstar told them or the Grail told them.
0: Well, that's where we learn that the Grail has their toes a lot deeper than, than we thought. Yeah, literally because, in hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, once again, something going completely opposite of what's going on in the comics and stuff. The grail wasn't really in tune with hell. So, um, that
2: whole, that whole speech from the saint about the sound of scalping. That was creepy.
1: That was creepy. That was very, very creepy.
2: Uh, it, it, literally, it literally was sitting there like, Oh boy, how are they going to get out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was and waiting. the commandant of hell shows up. So, it's not exactly deus ex machina at that point. Is demon ex machina? I don't know.
0: <laughs> MacGuffin. Um, to save the day. Um, this is what I wanted to talk about with David Blass on the production value of stuff. So while the fight was going on, we saw a book fall on the ground. I don't know if you guys caught the book, but it was um, The Future Will Be Better Tomorrow by Dan Quayle.
1: Oh my God. No, I didn't. I I should have. What a terrible book.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the thing that I went and looked up. I was like, was that an actual book? And it's not, there's no book out there. It was a quote from Dan Quayle, which the funniest thing, knowing who Dan Quayle is, it just, uh, spelled uh, potato uh, wrong. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I looked deeper into some of his, his, his stuff as well. And, uh, Dan Quayle is mentioned in the video game, Civilization because they have the ranks of historical figures. Uh, The lowest ranked historical figure is Dan Quayle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He was just a a master of malapropisms, even before W. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. uh, I mean, the fact that Jesse sees that specific title, the future will be better tomorrow. You know, it's, it, 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 he's kind of in a rut because he, had a chance to talk to God and realize that he blew it because he didn't realize dog was God, man, or God was <laughs> dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> the reversal happened there. Um, and so now he's just kind of um, done with it. it, it yeah. He thinks that there's no well, way.
2: And he even has a line. He says, you know, we, we met God, we met man. Dog. You remember man, dog. Is that really the kind of God that we want to follow?
0: Mm-hmm. Which to that, um okay. Um to that that's uh that gets more to the comics again. Okay. Cuz first we were getting this whole um you know, want to go help God. Now it's it's do we really trust what he's doing and and we need to fix what he's doing type okay. of thing. And and that's what uh that's that's more what the comic was where it was like I'm going to find God, you know, kick his, kick his, uh, kick his butt and tell him to get back to doing his job properly.
2: And it looks like we might be seeing the counterpart as well, because when the saint gets back to hell after being, you know, threatened by, uh, what's her name? Um, he says, tell Satan, I want a meeting. And they're like, yep, no problem. So that'll be interesting.
1: So that'll be interesting. You kind of forget that there actually is a Satan in hell in this show because, you know, it's run by Gestapo lady, um, whose name I can't remember.
0: Um, and they're, they're talking not about not the something. soul. In the chat room, they're talking about the soul that the saint has. Uh Beacon brings up that you do hear the noise from the soul machine before uh, uh, Hoover runs away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Scatterbrains brings up a really good point about Jesse's power. It says, I think Jesse's power is not working anymore. It has to do with him not having 100% soul. He no longer has 100% Genesis, so it won't work 100% of the time.
2: Hmm. Yeah. That that would fit with the the soul machine noise being the same. If it's that crackle, yeah.
0: And if they have it, so then they have. So, so if the Grail has it, then they have some leverage over over Jesse. And this is yeah. this this is the big thing with this episode is um, it's really straying from the comics at that point because Jesse is more willing to work with Airstar.
2: Um, yeah, I. Yes. I remember in, in the comics that being sort of a like, well, we'll play along, but mostly just to see how this whole organization is set up rather than actually willing to work with them.
0: Um yeah, Scatterbrains is asking, do you think that Grail gave Saint his, his weapons back? And I'd say no to that just because they don't want him to kill Jesse, I don't think. But um and that would that would have him kill him if they went and got his weapons but it, he would have to have him back by the time he got to hell and they definitely didn't give him back to, uh, in hell he actually said he wanted to uh, talk to Satan when he got there
2: yeah and well you have to find them. they're in the mail to Rio yeah, yeah. well I mean
0: sorry, the sword, Grail, the sword. The sword. Grail's, Grail's got their toes in hell I'm sure they could they could Get the I, guns from Rio.
2: I don't know, man. There's there's hell, and then there's U.S. government-run institutions.
0: <laughs> so,
2: all I'm saying is one is a little more confusing than the other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, the, uh, we get Beacon says the Grail has the weapons, so okay. Um, so I could see them intercept intercepting those, but we get. Uh, after the fight, they're sending Cassidy and Tulip to the hospital. You mm-hmm. see that the ambulance is being run by the Grail.
1: Yeah, which... it wasn't hidden very well at all. <laughs> um,
0: and and uh, I mean, what were, what did you think when you first saw that? What did you think was going to happen?
1: Um, I I knew they were going to be taken to Airstar. I mean, all of this was all plotted out by Airstar just to drive a wedge further in between all of. The- them. he's had featherstone picking away at tulip on the side he's i mean cassidy is cassidy he's stuck up in his own head so you know but he wants you know i'm sure by watching the videos um he he knows that that he wants to run off with tulip um so he's using the two of them together just drive a wedge in between them and jesse
2: Absolutely. That whole um, the whole reason they released the Saint was so that he would go after Jesse, so that he could then save Jesse from the Saint, and then also split him off from from Tulip and Cassidy. He doesn't need Tulip and Cassidy. I'm kind of surprised doesn't. he even let them live.
1: Yeah. Um, um, oh, I think he knows that if they go missing, that and Jesse finds out they had anything to do with them, they're all dead. Yeah. You know.
0: And uh, Scatterbrings brings brings up a really good point for those that read the comics. They ask that uh, he ha- if they. Um... They think the saint will do what he does in the comics when he meets Satan, and uh, he just mutilates Satan. So, God, I hope so. I think that would be, um, downright awesome. And I could see them doing it. I don't think they're gonna. That's something they're gonna shy away from. But yeah, that was a really good question. Thanks, thanks for that question, uh, Scatterbrains. Um, yeah, so they get in front of Air star. And we get probably the, what I think is the best, uh, talking scene from Cassidy, the entire episode, mm-hmm. just being mesmerized by Airstar's face. <laughs> <But, laughs> Mike, my, my God, you're ugly. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the favorite part of mine was it's like a school bus crash. You know, it just can't look away. It's, <laughs> you know. it was,
1: uh, um, yeah, it was, it was a good scene. It was a good scene for all of them. Um, and just, I mean, they're just done, you know? Um.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And that, and the, Scott brings, brings up when he, when he kills off Satan, that's, it means that's the whole reason he becomes the God of death, which uh, assumption that that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what did you think about the interaction there? I thought once again, Air Star was a lot more cooler than expected to be with, with them.
2: I love the way that he just kind of lays things out logically. Like it's all, it's all pretty well thought out and it's fairly reasoned. It's insane for the most part, but he definitely lays it out in a way where they could be like, you know what? Huh? I hadn't thought about it like that. He's, I mean, he's not, he's not a dumb dude. He's a smart guy. He got a position for a reason.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, yeah, but I mean, he's still he's still manipulating a little bit because he's he's still trying to cause. Last episode um, was trying to create the uh, doubt in Jesse towards the group, and now he's trying to he's doing the other side where he's creating the doubt in inside uh, Tulip and, and Cassidy.
2: Absolutely, Jesse. and it's and it's working.
0: Um. So.
1: Yeah, it, it it's definitely working. I mean, he did what he wanted to do.
0: Um,
2: um
1: well, oh, um, go, oh, go ahead. No, go, sorry, go. go. I was gonna say, um, did anyone notice that the um, in the battle with the saint, the the camera, one of the hidden cameras fell down. Oh uh, yeah, that's. So I'm wondering when that's going to be discovered. Well, that's why um, I want to
0: know what your thoughts are on it. So now they know that uh, Airstar is. Jesse's friend, um, you know, Tulip has this connection with, with Featherstone in her, um, when they find out that they've been being watched this whole time and stuff is, is that going to, he's not your friend or is it going to be causing more issues between Featherstone and Tulip? And and
1: I think, I think Tulip's going to catch on instantly because remember she, she doubted, um, Jenny, Jenny, um, mm. because Jenny knew things that Tulip hadn't told yeah. her. Robin and Banks then she covered balance. it up, you know, like, yeah, she's like, oh no, you did tell me, you know, like, you know, and she played it off. And I think Tulip bought it because she really wanted someone to connect with, but she's going to see that camera and she's going to remember that. And she's going to go, well, you know, crap. We, That's how you knew, you know? Um
2: Yeah. And at that point, at least, you know, Featherstone and Hoover don't have to be watching terribly boring conversations anymore. So they should be happy. Exactly. With that.
0: And speaking of terribly boring conversations, sorry, guys, if you're tuning in on this, this is a hard episode to talk about because there wasn't much going on in terms of exciting things to talk about. It was a fantastic episode, but great at the same time, we're trying to uh, to draw uh, more out of it than than uh, than what was there. And uh Make sure that you tune in for our other uh, Malice Cast TV talks because there is definitely more stuff going on with those, especially once the CW uh, starts back up with The Flash and Supernatural and things like that. Yes. There'll be some exciting TV talks to happen then. Uh,
1: definitely. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Until that time, we do have uh, the website malice where we do put articles up about the stuff going on about all things nerd. And we are looking for writers on that site as well. If you're interested in uh, writing about anything that you have a passion for, uh, please, please, please put something in the comments below. Let us know, or come check out the website, and you can uh, comment on the website and let us know if you're if that's something that you're interested in. It is just a group of fr- a family of friends that are just nerding out together, and and we want to make that family a little bit bigger. So. Um, and uh, Scatterbrings brings up that uh, Tulip will catch on. Tulip just needs a friend right now, so she's letting her guard down. And, yeah, I agree with that. She is letting her guard down, except to when it comes to the people that are her friends. She's she's really got a guard up against Cassidy and um, Jesse.
2: Yeah. Her, her, so much her instincts seem to be exactly Cassidy. incorrect. She's, she's turned into George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another Seinfeld reference. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Preachers closer to Seinfeld than we thought. Um, So the most important scene that we got of the episode was the Pope comes out and blatantly basically says that God is gone, but twisting it so that nobody understands that God is really gone.
1: Yeah, God is really gone. You know,
0: he says it like three times. God is gone. But his promise remains, and he says Jesus is coming, which means we know Humperdoo is coming very soon. What, that- <laughs> what is the
1: world going to do with that? They're going to come out, this is the Messiah, this is the Christ child, and he's going to pee all over the floor. <laughs> I mean, it's what are they going to do with that?
2: They're just going to blast all American reject songs at him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which you can purchase yeah. through our Amazon link.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly so if, if 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 there's anything that you want to get basically whether it's music or books or comic books about preacher you can go to the website and go through amazon it helps us out it helps keep this thing funded and, and let us be able to I get on I, here and i read with all you guys.
2: the i read all the comics online before i think i actually might want to get like some some hard you know hardback copies of these books because i really I,
0: like them. i uh, yeah i have all the hardback copies so um uh, Beacon says you don't think it was set up well for the finale. Um, which it,
1: it was a weird... Um, I mean, it it did what it has been doing all season, which was, like I said, driving that wedge and, and getting Jesse to accept his fate, so to speak. But, I mean, the finale, it's going to come down to... I, he's not going to stay the Messiah. He's not... I mean, this isn't not. him.
2: No. Uh, do we know if Let's it's going to be a normal-length episode? Is it going to be a little longer than normal? I
0: believe it's a normal-length episode, so... Mm-hmm. But let's let's talk about hell about Hitler coming out of hell again. Now they say that the Messiah is coming. God is gone. How crazy would people not saying redeeming, like you said? Hopefully, they don't do a re- Hitler redeeming story. But all of a sudden, Hitler's Hitler's back alive. Pope just said the Messiah is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes yeah. in somewhere and he starts preaching his his word and stuff. I mean, how? Yeah, you're going to get some insane people. that are going to think he's the Messiah all of a sudden. Yeah. So, do you think that that's that's the the twist that's going to end up happening? Is that you're going to have this where people are going to be like, "Oh, he's risen."
2: Honestly, honestly, I still think it's I I still think it's going to be what I thought before, where I thought he was immediately going to die. I think he's just going to die this next episode. I don't think I don't think they have him on after this season.
0: I yeah I yeah i could see them immediately killing him, but i don't i don't know the the, the actor's doing such a good job at it i could see them stretching it, it really out. is and that yeah. and speaking of stretching out that's what we're getting out of this season is they're really stretching things out i mean that flashback scene that's what that was that it was, was
1: it was filler Just,
0: it's ah. it's like they're trying to get more and more to to make it go longer because i i, I don't weird,
1: know cause- I don't think they need to do that. I think they have enough content where they didn't need all that filler.
2: Yeah. um, Scatterbrains said, uh, do you think that the season will end with angel oil? Um, I kind of do. I think that'll be like the last two minutes or whatever of, of, of the finale.
0: But I, I really don't want it to because I want, and I want to know your guys' thoughts too. I want to get out of New Orleans. I want to get on the road and get somewhere else.
1: I really, I thought, I didn't realize we were going to stay in New Orleans this long. I've been jonesing for them to get back out and just be the three of them again. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if the Grail's following them or whatever, you know, because I do like Hoover and Featherstone, obviously, you know, um, but just get the three of them back out on the road. This is where all the problems have started because they're just cooped up and they need to just get out.
2: Got that sweet car. Might as well use it.
0: And they're all saying that uh, in the chat room that, that Hitler will die immediately. It's that people will praise him, but more people hate the guy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, B brings up, I could see him getting hit by a bus or something random. Yeah. It, That's that was, exactly that would what be,
2: I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It would be hilarious.
0: It would be hilarious so, to do that.
2: A falling uh, safe or piano. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, something that that would be absolutely awesome. Um, but I want to get your thoughts on the episode to just, just as a whole, I'm going to go with super first because she hasn't read the comics. I want to get somebody's opinion straight from a non-comic reader. How do you think the story is going? Do you think it's, it's, it's meshing well up to this point? Um,
1: It's a little chaotic, uh, but it does follow a very basic storyline so yeah so it it's all flowing and i can see where they're going to the finale um and it, it they've had a few bumps you know it, it's been a little bit drawn out like you said um but i can def they have a clear vision and they're definitely gonna do their finale for what they've been setting up all season
2: and i really i really hope that the whole hell storyline pays off i hope the intersection of yes. the two main storylines is worth the wait because otherwise that's just unfortunate
1: otherwise it otherwise it was just pointless a few laughs here and there yeah hitler jokes and otherwise yeah if if they don't do anything if that doesn't pay off like you said um it's just gonna it was a waste well that's the thing
0: again is the hell the whole hell storyline it's not something that's in the comics so it was something just to stretch out the story even more Um, I mean what ends up happening with with uh, Arseface in the comics he his dad uh, his dad uh, gets uh, something very bad done to him in the comic because uh, Jesse basically tells him to go eat a yeah and he literally does so (laughs) and so our space is like i am going to get jesse custer and 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 exacts revenge on him and in his process of trying to get the revenge he ends up becoming like a buddy cop type of movie storyline with jesse and cassidy and then he becomes this super famous rock star um Nothing having to do with hell. So I, I think the having him sent to hell is what is gonna make Arsface kind of wanna exact revenge on Jesse, I guess, because totally. he had to go through that.
2: I totally forgot about the whole Rockstar thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's their way of getting the revenge getting Arsface to want to do revenge, but not be not be able to be willing to forgive Jesse fairly quickly because like it's oh it was just an accident you said something without meaning it type of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's the exact words. He said scatterbrains. I can't say that on the cast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, no, I think, yeah. I think scatterbrains is, is uh, kind of, um, um, that's almost exactly what I think. He said uh, season three will probably be Angelville. Uh, make that the whole season with a Cassidy backstory as B story and some throw, uh, throw in some Eugene trying to get a little bit of revenge. I think, yeah. I, think, I think that's about exactly right.
0: Yeah, and uh, the, yeah, so, and then B-Con said, I wouldn't mind leaving New Orleans and then coming back for Angelville, and that's kind of what I'm hoping happens. Um, still give a little bit more plug to Angelville, and then eventually come back to it where Jesse has to be kind of kidnapped and brought back to Angelville. Like, introduce that the characters are there, they know that Jesse's alive where he's at, and Jesse's like, we need to get the hell out of New Orleans and then bring him back to Angelville later. I'd be okay Either with that. You know, I, that, that's, I just, I want them on the road. I wanted to get yeah. them on the road and get some other storyline going on. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm so done with New Orleans. I'm done with New Orleans. Yeah. I'm done with it. So, um, but I'm done, with Dennis, too. I'm done with Dennis. Just kill him off. I, 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 yeah. Or
1: just let him go or just let him go do his own thing. You know? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm done
0: the only gripe that I really had I liked the episode I thought the episode flowed really well except for that first 17 minutes um, <laughs> and the end I despise the Jesse coming to Airstar and going well what do we do now and then airstar bowing to him and this 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 I love that they got the show onto AMC. I, I love that they're pulling, they're not pulling any punches with it and they're trying to stay somewhat true to the characters. Cassidy is probably the most true to the character of yeah. anybody. Um, Jesse and Tulip was super true to it last season and is, has strayed quite a bit from, from who they are. Um, so I, I want to get back into that proper narration. That's close to the comic. I'm getting sick of the, narration straying so far away from the source material to make it new and fresh. Gotcha, for people. It's, it, it's for somebody that's a huge fan of the comic books. That was, that was the one that just at the end um, really kind of put me off the deep end with, it, it was just like, I'm i I'm done with it. I get it back into the comic books. I want to see air star get uh, kidnapped by cannibals. I want to see, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for, for us to get into some of the, the craziness that happens in the comic,
1: Definitely. and uh, that would be cool for me.
0: <laughs> and Scatterbrain says, No, don't let Dennis go. Cass has to kill him to prove he has control Control through chaos, which, okay, yeah. well, and that's what that we was what we you guys Cassidy said, kill him. So, yeah, we eventually figure that Cassidy's gonna have to um
2: put him do down, do that
0: killing. I just want it to happen. Do it already get it done um, uh, the story it, it, I, I it's an I,
2: annoying character
0: yeah so there's so many better characters from the comics that they can bring into this and Dennis is a new character that just didn't um, do much for me so that's that's me this was a gripe a gripe episode sorry guys it drug a little bit and things like that so
1: um, it did good a little bit
0: let's get let's get uh, thoughts for next week's episode what do you think is gonna happen in in the uh, the finale?
1: Well, Go their ahead. feud is gonna to come to a head. um I think find the camera and they're gonna realize that they were getting played, and they're gonna take it to Jesse. Um, whether or not Jesse's gonna to listen to him is another story. Um, but they're going to I think they're going to break free of the grail for now um, hmm. and then get get on the road maybe to Angelville.
2: yeah, what about you, I see Um I think. Uh, e- Eugene and Hitler are going to have to run into them at some point. Obviously, he's going to have to see that Eugene's out of hell, uh, l- like I said, otherwise that whole story is pointless. Um, Saint of Killers, we're going to have to see him meeting Satan. That was an interesting little tag at the end of his scene there. Um, yeah, there's got to be some sort of reconciliation between the, the main trio, uh, otherwise it becomes an entirely different story than, than the source material.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think this is going to uh, I don't think that they're going to turn on uh, the grail until probably maybe the end of the episode. I think that's when mm-hmm. they'll find the camera or something, or it'll get kicked under a, a table or, or Dennis will find it or something. Something stupid's gonna happen. The dog will pick it up and run away with it. Uh, they're, they're gonna do something stupid if they drag out everything else like they have been. That's <laughs> something like that to it, but um. I think once they find the camera, I think it'll be towards the end of the episode, and then they'll be like, well, wh- who's watching this? What's going on now? And Jesse will already start having to step in with Airstar on how to uh, become the Messiah and start figuring out plans on what's going on with the future of that. And then we will get Hitler popping up on Earth, and we don't know how long he'll pop up.
1: Weird. Um, totally Weird. So
2: maybe he just retires to the south of south of France and starts painting again.
0: Well, yeah. Well that's that's here's another question. If you were in so we know the Santa Killers are the only one that could use the gun from the guns due to tulip, being that they were true sure. mortal humans. Uh if you've been in hell and you've died, could you use the guns? Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Would they throw some weird, stupid twist like that in there? Like Eugene all of a sudden comes across Rio and he can just <laughs> he finds the guns and he's like a significant badass.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that would be kind of funny to see. So we'll have to see.
0: So, um, but yeah, thanks for everybody that joined in tonight. I know this one was a, a little bit of a drag out uh, chat. We do have our main Malice cast um, on Friday at 8 p.m. Pacific standard time that is going to be talking about all uh, the great moments in nerd history, September. So we're going to talk about video game uh, anniversaries, movies, things that happen in science, stuff like that. Come join us for that. Uh, it's that that really is a fun chat to have. And uh, then we will be back on Monday. Hopefully as long as no situations happen. Um, we just had a, some some issues come up this Monday where we had to do the cast today. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with the episode extremely fresh in our minds so that we can talk about it better. And yeah. uh, we'll talk about the finale of Preacher, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time in uh, on Monday.
1: I am looking forward to it.
0: And... Uh, Last last bit of questions. Do you think Cass has made a vampire before out of a friend or lover and had to put them down, hence him not wanting to do it again with his son? Uh,
1: they haven't alluded to that at all, so I don't think so. But, you know, if they did, I'm sure we'll get a flashback about it next week when he has to contemplate killing Dennis.
2: Agreed.
0: How many, and I have one que- one last question before we ask uh, where we can follow everybody. How many seasons or episodes before we see a unicorn? <laughs>
1: It'll be in the last episode Just just because. I right, so say five. I mean,
0: Cassidy brought it up that he saw one and it was, I was very worried what he was talking about. And he was like, it was, you know, and I'm like, um, it's just like licking an ice cream cone. I'm like, uh, that, that like, where's he going with this? <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, I think eventually we will see a unicorn just because Cassidy like was adamant about that. They exist, that they're real. Um, so, yeah, but with that, where can we follow everybody? see Zoro, where can people follow you if they want to see your thoughts about things? <laughs> uh,
2: at see Zoro on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And Superhoovian? He's <laughs> <Just> looking away. <laughs> Super. <laughs> I think <laughs> okay. we lost well, her. I think we lost her too. Um,
1: no, I'm, I'm here. Sorry. My, my roommate was like, I knocked on your door, but you didn't answer. <laughs> I was like, um, but you can follow me on Twitter, um, at, uh, superhoovy and nuts. It's, uh, usually a really good time. Um, especially like I said, Monday nights, you know, we do interact a lot with, um, Hoover and Featherstone. Um, you know, it's just, it's, uh, with Supernatural coming back, we're going to have that cast involved. Um, and it's just, it's a good time over there.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, if, if you are fans of, of Preacher and the cast, like I said, make sure to, to follow Malcolm Barrett and uh, Julianne Emery. And uh, if you follow our, our Twitter ha- handles, we do talk with them. They do respond back. It's, it's a really cool interaction that they do with their fans. So um, check us out on that. You can follow the main channel and the site at Malice uh, Corp on Twitter. You can follow the cast at MaliceCast on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Mest underscore Malice corp, And uh, also follow me on Instagram, Mest5150. That's where we put up a lot of the thumbnails and pictures that we work on to get these videos set up and ready and let you know when the casts are going live or we do them on Twitter as well. Um, but yeah, please do check out the website. We do write articles up there. I have an article coming out tomorrow talking about the new Dracula origin film that is uh, in works. Right now, uh, little interesting tidbits that were found out about that, having to do with the actual Bram Stoker uh, estate family and things like that. But uh, come back on Monday, nine PM, and talk about the last episode of Preacher with us. We do appreciate you guys coming in and sitting through our our chat. Um, Scatterbrains, thank you for joining the chat channel again, and Beacon, thank you for being at the chat channel as well. And we will see you guys shortly on Friday for Malice Cast episode 25, all things great and nerd. And uh, you guys have a wonderful day and keep nerding on.